Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. You see, today I wanted to talk about a very important principle on how to open a portal into the realm of the spirit. As you know, this month, the month of um, September, it's a month of what? Of the realm of the spirit. And last week, I shared two important principles that when we talk about the realm of the spirit, we're talking about a sphere. It's a realm. It's a place which is there. And the second point I said, when we talk about a portal, we're talking about an opening, an entrance to a particular realm of the spirit. And the third point I shared, I said, was, no, when you talk about a portal, it can be associated with a place, or a portal can be associated with a man of God. Is that clear? That was my whole message last week. So, when we talk about a portal, we're talking about an entrance, a door, a window into the realms of the spirit. Which means, whilst the realm of the spirit is everywhere, Whilst the realm of the spirit is found anywhere, the entry into that realm is not found everywhere. It's not found anywhere. Because people may make the mistake to assume that, okay, because this realm of the spirit is everywhere, then anywhere there's a portal. No, that is not true. I showed you last week from Genesis chapter 28 that there was a particular portal that Jacob bumped into. Are you hearing me? He bumped into it. Okay, he didn't know. He just bumped into it. If you give me Genesis chapter 28 from verse number 10. I don't know whether you are here or I've lost you somewhere. We are here. Genesis chapter 10 from verse, you know, chapter 28 verses 10 uh, to, 20, to 22. Okay, it's a long passage, but we're going to read together. Uh, because it's very, very important for you to understand what I'm explaining today. Genesis chapter 28, from verse number 10, all the way to the last verse 22. I want us to read together. One, two, three, go. And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven, and behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father, and the God of Isaac, the land whereon thou liest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south. And in thee, and in thy seed, shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with thee, and will keep thee in all places whither thou goest, and will bring thee again into this land, for I will not leave thee, 
until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. And Jacob awaked out of his sleep, and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. And he was afraid and said, How dreadful is this place! This is none other but the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillows and set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon the top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel, but the name of that city was called Luz at the first. And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, If God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go, I will give me bread to eat and, and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give the tenth unto thee. Someone said, Amen. Amen. Now, if you notice what the Bible says in that scripture, verse number 10, and Jacob went forth from, um, from where? From Ber Beersheba. Sheba, and went toward Haran. They give you two cardinal points. Here's a starting point. And the direction he was going to towards Haran. So, in other words, they haven't told you the details of in between. Starting from point A, he's going to point what? B. He's traveling through this continuum here. All right. And then, and verse number 11. Watch verse 11. He alighted. Someone say, alighted. Alighted. Okay. So, he lighted upon. Okay. So, he alighted at a particular place. He lighted upon. The word lighted there, okay? The word lighted there. It's very important. Uh, oh, my God. How deep do you want me to go? Go deeper. Should I go deeper? Go deep. Okay. The word lighted there in Hebrew is paga. Paga. P for Peter, A for Apple, G for George, A for Apple. Paga. Okay? That's my mother tongue, paga. But in Hebrew, they may pronounce it in a different way. I love only my mother tongue. Because my mother tongue, what you see is what you pronounce. But every other language, there's a twist. <laughs> you see something, they pronounce it differently. You go, ah, what's wrong with you people? Can't you see it's an ah? How, when did the ah change to e? When did e change to o? <laughs> okay, that's for another day. So, paga. All right, it means to impinge. Someone say impinge. Impinge. By accident. Did you hear what? To impinge by what? Accident. Or to bump into a place by accident. Ah, you are not hearing me. Yes, we're hearing. Or to bump into a place by violence. So you are just minding your business. You are just walking. And then you hit something. Boom! By accident. Are you hearing me? That's what paga means. Okay, but there's another better word which we can use, which other versions have used. Okay, um, I'm using the apostolic Bible here. They've used a different word. He encountered a place. Someone say encountered. Encountered. Okay, so it, it was an encounter. 
The place was always there. The activity in the place was always happening there. But Jacob, as he was walking, accidentally he bumped into it. He encountered it. Wait, wait a minute. There's something about this place. So the Bible says he deliberately, not accidentally, after that, he, bound, he found the place accidentally, but when he found it, he made now a choice, deliberately. He took the stones of that place and he slept in that place. And he you know, used the stones as a pillow. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Oh, yes. It was a place of an encounter. Someone say encounter. Encounter. Okay. So, when we're talking about a portal, we're talking about a specific place. It's not something that's everywhere. One meter away from the portal, you're away from the portal. You're like you're 2,000 kilometers from the portal. <laughs> listen to me and listen real good. Five meters from the portal, it's as if you're two million kilometers away from the portal. It's a specific place that you must encounter because it's a spot. Someone said it's a spot. It's a spot. So, Paga means accidentally bump into a place. Now, those of us who went to Israel, the second trip, I think, we went to that place. And I took some photos in that place. I don't know if they're hearing me. And I said, I, I, I told the Apostle Magola, I said, I will find the exact spot. He said, how? I said, no, just watch me. So I started walking around. Walking around. Of course, it's a big rock. It's a big place. So I started walking around. I had my antenna, my spiritual antenna up. I was looking where, 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 until I bumped into the place. Bam! I stopped. I said, this is the place. And I took some photos in that place. Now, the stones are not there because people who have been going to Israel, they always pick up stones from that, <laughs> from that place. There are no more stones. And uh, me, I picked up a few. I put them in my pocket. I'm like, yeah, hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. And I told those with me, I said, take stones from this place. So people picked up rocks from that place. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right. So Jacob encountered a place. So, in other words, someone must have opened a portal on that place. Mm. Someone said, mm. mm. Now, this is important to understand. Once you open a portal of a place, it remains open until you close it. Can I say that again? Oh, yes. Once you open a portal, it remains what? Open until the day you shall what? shall close it. So that even people who don't know anything about the portal, as long as they've got spiritual antennas, when they bump into it, they'll recognize it. But those who don't have spiritual awareness, those without a portal, when they encounter it, they'll abuse it and they'll walk off and they'll go. They'll not even know they encountered a portal. The same thing with when you meet a man of God who is a portal. If you are spiritually aware when you meet that person, there's something that goes off in your spirit. You go, no, no, there's something special about this man. I may not explain it. I may not understand it. He doesn't look like it, but however, there's something spiritual about this person. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. It takes insight. It takes foresight. It takes revelational knowledge. Am I talking to somebody right here? Yes. That's why today, if I go into the shopping mall, when I'm going to the shopping mall, People who even push me aside, uh, get out of my way, you, out of my way. 
They have no idea who they are saying, get out of my way. That they are talking to a portal, a carrier of the miracles of God, a carrier of the anointing of God, a carrier of the doors of heaven, a carrier of the windows of heaven. Am I talking to someone right oh, here? Oh, yes. But if I met you, who? I'm talking about you who know about me. I'm talking, if, I'm, if I met you in the shopping mall, hey, Papa, Papa, hey, hey, can you touch, just, just, just touch my head here. Touch. And then everyone is looking at you, is everything okay with this person? Why does he ask that? As that African man to touch his her head. Because all they will see is African man. <laughs> this is a portal of heaven. African or European or Russian or Chinese, who cares? This is a portal of heaven. Someone say, I receive my miracle today. I receive my miracle today. Well, some people they can see is the dark chocolate skin. Who told you that a portal is yellow in color? <laughs> Who cares the color of a portal? Who cares? What is important? You found a portal and you went through that portal. Your life will never be the same again. Say, I received that one, my prophet. I received that one, my prophet. So, you people who are here in Streams International, you were walking around in the churches. You jumped here. Uh, mm, yeah, they are good, but uh, no. You went there, bam. Oh, here. I think now, now I've arrived. This is a big church. Very beautiful. Oh, but no, I can't access heaven. You try to, to go up. You hit a ceiling. You try again. You hit a ceiling. Ah, you run. And one day, accidentally, somewhere, somehow, someone talked about a church called Streams International. And there, there's a prophet called Prophet Nyasuri. Like, um, where does he come from? Africa. Mm, you have to be careful with the Africans. You know, these Africans, they've got African spirits. You have to be careful. But something in you said, no, 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 I must go and check it out. And you came. When you came, something went off in your spirit. You bumped into an, into an open door. You bumped into a portal. Something went off in your spirit. Pam! Hey! There's something about this place. And you took the stones of that place and you, you sat in that place and today your life is never the same since that day. Someone say, I receive my miracle today. I receive my miracle Say, I receive today. my breakthrough today. I receive my breakthrough today. Say, I will never, never be the same again. I'll never, never be the same again. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Ha! Can I go one level deeper? I'll go deeper. So how do you open a portal? Because that's what I want to teach you today. How do you open a portal? It's a very simple message. I'll be done in the next five prophetic minutes. So if you are looking at your watch, your watch is not prophetic. <laughs> I said five prophetic minutes. Not five minutes on your watch, but five what? Prophetic minutes. So don't hold me to your watch. Your watch is not prophetic. <laughs> Today I want to teach a very simple message. So how do you open a portal? Say, so teach us prophet. Teach us prophet. Okay. So how do you open a portal? Because Jacob did not open the portal. He bumped into it accidentally. So in other words, there must have been someone before him who opened the portal. And Jacob just took advantage of the portal, bumped into it, and slept there. And he encountered Jehovah God. God spoke to him. You know, it's very amazing. Very, very amazing. That Jacob was with his father Isaac. 
Can I go on level deeper? Go deeper. Jacob was with his father who? Isaac. But you don't find anywhere God is having a conversation with Jacob. And here we've got another problem. The guy is a fugitive. He has just stolen his brother's blessing. He's on the run for his dear life. Irrespective of his personal circumstances, the moment he bumps into a portal, God speaks to him. You see, when you meet a portal, it's not about you. It's about the portal. Ah, you are not hearing me. Oh, yes. When you meet a portal, it's not about what you have done or what you haven't done. It's about the portal. When you meet a portal, it's not about your personal circumstances, your personal blunders, your personal what. All those things, they become irrelevant. It's about the portal that you bumped into. Someone say, I received my miracle today. I received my miracle today. That's why your life is changing irrespective of where you came from. Irrespective of every mistake that you ever did in your life. All those things, they don't matter. What matters is you have bumped into an open portal and entrance into heaven. Receive your miracle today. I receive. How do you open a portal? You see, you my sons and daughters, listen to me, listen very good. Give me the Zoom people. All you people in the Zoom there. How many of you have I ever been to your house? Anybody? That I ever, ever entered their house? No? Okay. Okay. How many of you have I ever slept in your houses? If I haven't visited, now talk about sleeping in your house. <laughs> There's only one house, only one house among all my sons and daughters that I visited and slept in that house. It's the house of my, you know, my, my daughter, Pastor Joe. You, know, you remember Pastor Joanna? And Lucas, you remember? Those two is the only house I used to visit and sleep in that home. And I opened a portal in, in one of the bedrooms I slept that night when I was there. I opened a portal. And up to now, that portal is still open. Now, but as I'm speaking right now, it's still open, that portal. Anytime my daughter Jo wants to, uh -huh, she goes at the specific place in that house. And the moment she hits that place, it's an stop. Gets crazy. Gets crazy. And even the daughter who sleeps in that bedroom, things are just going crazy. I'm, I'm talking about crazy things in the spirit. Am I talking to somebody right here? Oh, yes. Because it is about a portal, not the person. Are you hearing me? We're hearing. Did, what did I say? It's about the portal, not the person. Person. Aha. Uh -huh. So. 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 When we go to this building here, this one here, do you know who found it? I came myself here. I came here. I inspected this building, and after we did everything, I opened a portal here. That's why, whether there's a service happening, no service, as long as you can just come and set your feet in this place, your life begins to change already. You begin to experience a dimension of the speed beyond measure. Talk about a portal in my house in Townsville, Jesus Christ. That house. Hey, that house. Hey. Someone say hey. Hey. I will never sell that house. 
Someone will say, I want to buy your house in Townsville. I'm going to give you a million dollars. I'm like, what is a million dollars compared to an open portal? <laughs> Someone say, open portal. Open portal. Am I communicating? Yes. Are you hearing something? Yes, we are. I still have got how many minutes? Five. Five prophetic minutes. Yeah. By your natural watch, probably I'm somewhere, but prophetically, I'm five prophetic minutes. Okay, so how do you open a portal? There is only one thing that opens a portal. Only one. Someone say one. One. And now, that, now that's very confusing. There's only one thing that opens a portal into the realm of the spirit. Do you want me to show you? Oh, yes, show us. Are you sure? Yes, yes. We receive. Just one thing that opens the portal. Teach only us. one thing. Teach us, prophet. Someone say only one thing. Only one thing. <laughs> Do you want to know it? Oh, yes. Are you sure? Very sure. Oh, we should close the service right now. No, no, no. We don't want to close the service. <laughs> Jesus. We want an open portal, prophet. I don't know whether I should, I should all show you this secret or not. Let me see your hands if you want this secret. Just wave. <laughs> Are you sure? Oh, yes. All right. Let's see if you can take it. Maduste has taken I want you to give me Genesis chapter 12. Verse 1 to 9. Only one thing that opens a portal. Only one. Only one thing. I want us to read together those verses 1 to 9, and then I'm going to come back and close the service. All right, let's start. 1, 2, 3, go. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed, as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him, and Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abram took Sarai his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran, and they went forth to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. And Abram passed through the land unto the place of Sishem, unto the plain of Morah, and the Canaanite was then in the land. And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel, and pitched his tent, having Bethel 
on the west and high on the east. And there he builded an altar unto the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. And, and Abram journeyed, going on still toward the south. Someone say, ah, 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 ah. Ah, 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 ah. See how you see it now. I see it now. Watch this. Now God speaks to Abram. Says, hey, I want you to leave your people. Leave your kindred. Leave your nation. To a land that I'm going to show them. And then God says, I'll make of thee a great nation. And I'll bless thee. And will make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. Okay, I'll bless those, uh, them that bless thee and curse him that curseth thee. You know, there are some cases which you don't need anyone to speak to you to do anything. You don't need to, you don't need to call those cases to happen. They just happen because it's a prophecy. Someone said it's a prophecy. It's a prophecy. Do you have that prophecy on your life? Me, I have it. I have a prophecy. Anyone who curses me, oh boy, Jesus Christ. I have sometimes, literally, I'm telling the truth. Sometimes I plead with the Lord. I say, God, please break your own weight. Don't do it. They're doing it out of ignorance. Don't you know that Jesus did the same thing? He, pray, he prayed for the people who crucified, for him, crucified him. He said, Lord, please don't let your word happen to these people. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Oh, it's too deep. It's too deep, right? I've lost you. No, no, no. God it. said to Abraham, he will kiss those who kiss you and bless those who bless Abraham. So there are some blessings that you receive by just blessing someone. Someone say, I receive that one. I receive that one. All right. So Abraham leaves and then we move on to verse number six. Okay, let's start from verse number five. And Abraham took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that, were, that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan. And unto the land of Canaan they came. So they have come to the land of what? Canaan. And Abraham passed through the land. The guy is passing through the land. Into the place of Sikkim. <laughs> Did someone see a word place there? Oh, yes. Did you see something called place? Yeah. He came unto the place of what? Sikkim. Unto the plain of Mori. And the Canaanite was then in the land. So the guy, Abraham, is passing through the land. He's walking, passing through the land. And then he comes to the, unto the place of Sikkim. Aha. Uh -huh. And to the plain of Mori. And the Canaanite was then in the land. And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said unto him. So where, where, where did God appear to Abram? Where? God appeared to Abram when he came to that place. Someone said that place. That place. Okay. And God appeared to him. Now remember where did he start in the journey? He's starting from the journey from hearing God. Not God appearing to him. Hmm. I think I've already confused you. Let's go back to verse number one. Go back to verse number one. What does it say? Now the Lord had said. So Abraham heard. Are we together so far? Yes, we're together. But now we find what, what did God do in verse number seven? Verse number seven. And the Lord. What did the Lord do? Appeared. Appeared unto Abraham and said, Unto thy seed will give this land. And there, someone said there. There. What did he do there? 
Building an altar. He built an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. Full stop. So how do you open an how do you open a portal? How do you open a portal? You open a portal by building an altar. Someone say altar. Altar. Now altar should shock you. Why? Because altar. I know we, all we know is altar. But can I go one level deeper today? Oh, yes. Allow me to take you behind the scenes. The word otter comes from a Hebrew root, which is zabak. Zabak. Z-A-B-A-K-H. Zabak. Okay? Zabak means to slaughter an animal. One more time. Say slaughter an animal. Slaughter an animal. Or... It means a sacrifice or say sacrifice. Sacrifice. So when we talk about Zabak, we're talking about to kill, to offer, to slay, or do a sacrifice. Zabak means to slaughter an animal or do a sacrifice. So when we think of otter, our problem is we hear of otter, our minds go to the physical structure. We forget that the word otter its root means to sacrifice. It means to kill an animal. It means to slay an animal. It means to offer a sacrifice. Someone says a buck. It's a buck. So when the Bible says there, someone said there. There. At that specific place, Abram built an altar. And th that's what they say. They say he built an altar. And then they don't explain what happened. He built an altar. An altar is a physical structure. But the activity of the otter is sacrifice. The activity of the otter is to kill an animal. The activity of the otter is to offer a sacrifice. Now, here's the funny thing. You see, you offer a sacrifice in the physical, in the natural. But you want its effect to enter into the realm of the spirit where God is. I think I'm going too deep. Go deeper. So in other words, when an animal has been sacrificed on the altar, it's a smell. Someone says it's a smell. It's a smell. Penetrates and it transcends from the natural realm to the realm of the spirit. Oh, yes. Oh, you're not hearing me. God is not with you in the physical. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in what? In his spirit and in truth. But do you know that when you offer a sacrifice, God smells the sacrifice. When you offer a sacrifice, there's a smell that ascends from, from the sacrifice to the nostrils of God until God says, mm -hmm, I'm smelling the sacrifice. So in other words, a sacrifice is capable of penetrating. It's an inter- it's like, you know, we talk about intercontinental ballistic weapons, which are able to jump from one continent to another continent. So a sacrifice is, is an intersphere ballistic weapon of the spirit. Powerful. I've confused you. A sacrifice is an intersphere. It leaves the natural realm and enters the realm of the spirit. And it leaves a hole where it went through. <laughs> hey 
Say neighbor. Neighbor. Hey. Hey. Say this is revelation. This is revelation. Are you hearing me? Oh yes. When you offer a sacrifice, it is like an interspherical weapon that transcends the natural into the spiritual. It breaks through the barriers between the natural and the spiritual. It breaks that barrier through. Boom! It enters the realm of the spirit until God smells the sacrifice. And then in, in its Behind it, it leaves an open door. Someone said, open door. An open door. Good. So, what did Abram do? Abram, okay, Abram built an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. And I am submitting to you as a prophet. I'm submitting this revelation to you as a prophetic revelator that it is only an altar that is capable of opening the realm of the spirit and leaving a portal. Water, sacrifice. Someone says sacrifice. Sacrifice. So the Bible says, and he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west and high on the east. And there he builded an altar unto the Lord and called the name of the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. So Abraham now has a revelation. Ah! When I build an altar, there's an open door to heaven. Now, he moves from the place where he had offered the sacrifice to another location. What does he do? What does he do in the other location? He opens up another portal. I think I'm preaching to myself. No, no, we're hearing, Papa. Are you hearing me? Yes, we are. He now has got revelation that an altar opens what? A portal. A sacrifice opens what? A portal. So, he relocates to another place. And when he gets there, he opens up another portal. Are we together so far? Yes, we're together. Now, now, can I shock you? Can I shock you? Oh, yes. Okay, let me shock you. Go back to verse 8. I want you to read verse number 8. Read verse number 8. And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel, and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west, and Hai on the east. And there he builded an altar unto the Lord, and called upon the name of the Lord. Can I ask you a question? What is the name of the place? Bethel. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? Go deeper. Now, people are shaking their heads now. I can see them in the Zoom. They all said Bethel. Now they are shaking their heads. Ah, it's, the place is given there. What's the name of the place? Bethel. What's the name of the place? Bethel. Bethel. This is Genesis chapter what? 12. 12. Can I shock you? Let's go to Genesis chapter 28. Verse 19. Okay, give me 18 and 19. 18 and 19. Are you getting something? I'm yes. now remaining with three prophetic minutes. <laughs> I've just used up two prophetic minutes. I want us to read together. One, two, three, go. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillows and set it up for a, for a pillar, and poured oil upon the top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel. 
but the name of that city was called Luz at the first. This is Genesis chapter what? 28. And who is speaking in the, who, who are we talking about in this, in this verse? Jacob. Jacob was the grandson of who? Of Abram. But Abram tells us that the name of the place was what? Bethel. But here we are being told the one who gave the name is Jacob. <laughs> now, now I know I've confused you. Go deeper. <laughs> I don't know whether you are seeing what I'm saying. Can you see it? The name of the place is not given until in Genesis chapter 28. The grandson is the one who names the place what? Bethel. And the Bible says the name of the city was before called what? Lanz or Luz. Alright? Now, here's the secret of the spirit. The secret of the spirit. They are telling you in Genesis chapter 12 that this place is called Bethel because they don't want you to miss the miracle. Because if they didn't give you the name of the place as Bethel, when you hit this Bethel, you will not be able to connect the two places. You miss it. You want to be able to know that actually it is Abraham who built the altar which Jacob bumped into. Which Jacob accidentally lightened himself into when he was running away from his brother. So they give you the name of Bethel there not because it was the name of the place in the days of Abraham. No. It wasn't called Bethel in his days. It was called Luz or Luz. Are you hearing me? Yes. It is now called Bethel by Jacob. But the Bible in his wisdom knows that ah, if we give this place name laws here, we'll miss it. These people will not understand. So the Bible preempts revelation. Someone say preempts revelation. Preempts revelation. Are you getting me? Yes. Are you getting me? It is Jacob is the one who called the place Beth El, the house of God. Abraham didn't call the place by that name. He knew it by a different name. But the writer of the scriptures by the Holy Ghost he preempts a revelation and ties these two places to a one revelation that Abraham built an altar in Bethel and he went. And when he went to the mountains, he had Bethel on the east and he had, I on, uh, he had Bethel on the west and I on the east. And there he built another altar. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Yes. Say yes. Yes. One more time, say yes. Yes. Uh, can you wave at me those in the Zoom if you're still with me or I've lost you somewhere? Are you still following? You are still surviving? Or I'm going too deep? Have I gone too deep? Can I continue? Is it okay? Just, just give me this figure. If you think I know, stop it right now. Do like this. If you are, yes, do like this. Up. Aha, uh -huh. okay. I'm getting a good signal. Someone say power. Power. <laughs> All right. So, Abram built the altar in Genesis chapter 12. Are you with me so far? Yes, we're with you. And then Jacob in Genesis chapter 28, as he's running away from his brother, he bumps into the altar. When he bumps into it, he picks up that oh, there's something special about this place. So he sleeps in the place and God appears to him. Let's see what God says. Let's see what God says. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Yes, we're hearing. Are you following me? Yes, prophet. Okay, give me Genesis chapter 28. 
let's read verse number 10 to verse number 13. Kabasata zekie kerimendo. Rabaguska kunda vantorobo shekeriazo. Are you ready? All right, let's read together. One, two, three, go. And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed. And behold, a ladder set up on the earth and the top of it reached to heaven, and behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father, and the God of Isaac, the land whereon thou liest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed. Uh, I love this verse, Jesus Christ, my God. And the Lord is said, I am the Lord. Hmm? Jesus. I am the Lord God. Of who? Abraham. Of who? Abraham. Hmm. And of who? Isaac. And then the land where the last will I give unto who? To you? Uh -huh. thy, and to who? Thy seed. How many generations? How many generations? Four. How many generations? Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and his what? Seed. His seed. Four generations. A sacrifice offered by Abraham affected Isaac, affected Jacob, affected the seed of Jacob. Someone say altar. Altar. So when I'm talking about opening a portal, it's a serious business. Someone said it's a serious business. It's a serious business. Serious business. It's not only going to affect and impact your life. It is going to affect and impact the lives of your children. And their children. Oh, yes. And their children. Four generations will be impacted by an altar that you set up. Four generations will be impacted by the portal that you're going to open in your life. I receive. That's why I don't stress about my children. I don't stress about them. As long as they came out of my loins, as long as they are born from me, their future is settled. Amen. Their destiny is settled. They may jump here, jump there like kangaroos, jump there. It doesn't matter. Their destiny is settled. Someone say, I connect. I connect. One more time, say, I connect. I connect. Remember, Jacob is a fugitive. Jacob is not a holy man. Jacob is a fugitive. He's running away after stealing his, his brother's blessing. He's on the run. But guess what? He encounters a portal opened by his grandfather. 
Abraham. Bam! He connects. And God does not remind him of his mistakes. God didn't know that he had just written a blessing, right? Did he know? He knew. But God does not remind him of his personal blunders. God says, I am the Lord God of your father, of your father, Abraham. He doesn't say, he doesn't say your grandi. Father, he says, I'm the Lord God of your father, Abraham. And then when he comes to Isaac, he doesn't say your father, Isaac. Ah, you are missing it. He says, I'm the Lord God of your father, Abraham. And then he, and the, <laughs> the Lord God of Isaac. <laughs> Watch it. What does he say? I am the Lord God of Abraham, of thy who? Thy father. And the God of Isaac. The land whereupon thou liest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed. Wait a minute. Who is the father there? Who is the father of Jacob? Isaac. Isaac. But God says what? Who is the father of Jacob according to God? Abraham. And who is Isaac there? Who is Isaac? I thought God would have said, I am the... I am the Lord God of Abraham, your grandfather. Uh -huh. The Lord God of Isaac, your father. The land this on which you are, I shall give it to thee and to thy seed. But he says, I am the Lord God of your father, Abraham. And the God of who? Isaac. So what, what is going on? Say, prophet, tell us. Prophet, tell us. When you are a spiritual father... Ah. Go deeper. When you become a spiritual parent, are you hearing me? Yes, we're hearing. When you become what? A spiritual parent, you become a foundation of a generation. And everyone is referred back to you. Say, I receive that one. I receive that one. Say, I receive that one. I receive that one. Everyone is referred back to who? To you. Why am I saying so? I'm saying so because Abraham. The one who set up the altar. The one who sacrificed. Opened a portal. And God could only identify himself with him. Abraham. Everyone after him was a beneficiary of the portal opened by Abraham. Isaac didn't open his own portal. Ah, you are not hearing me. If Isaac had opened a portal, God would have said, I'm the God of your father Isaac. But their spiritual father was Abraham. Oh my goodness. Are you hearing me? Their spiritual father was who? Was Abraham. The way I relate with most of you and your children. You are all my children. Am I right? Yes. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah. You, you are my child. And then your children are my also what? Children. Aha. Uh -huh. And then their children, they also be my children. And then mother, daughter, Grandchild, they all call me their father. What's going on? It's because this is a spiritual portal. Ah, you are not hearing me. This is a spiritual portal. Can I go deeper? Go deeper. Hey! You see, when God has found that man that becomes a portal, he becomes a pillar of a generation. He becomes a foundation of a generation. He becomes a founder of a generation. Oh, yes. oh Jesus Christ. I don't know how deep you want me to go with this thing. Huh? 
Should I go deeper? Go deeper. Are you sure? Oh God, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Kasita parusta hata madeshta lavando. Kenda sita za. Give me Isaiah 58 verse number 12. Isaiah 58 verse number 12. I receive. You will never be the same again. I receive. I'm telling you, you will never be the same again. I want us to read together. One, two, three, go. And they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. Thou shalt raise up the foundations of many generations. And thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restore, restorer of paths to dwell in. Thou shalt raise up what? Foundations of many generations. Uh, did you see that? And they that shall be of thee shall build the old west places. Thou shall be. Thou, thou. Give me the verse again. Thou shall be what? Thou shall raise up the foundations of many generations. Say today. Today. I'm going to raise up. I'm going to raise up. The foundations. The foundations. Of many generations. Of many generations. Say my children. My children. My grandchildren. My grandchildren. Their children. Their children. Their children. Their children. And their children. And their children. As long as the Lord does not come. As long as the Lord does not come. What I will do today. What I'll do today. Will become a foundation. Will become a foundation. In their lives. In their lives. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Say amen. Amen. Say amen. Amen. Powerful. <laughs> uh, let me finish now. So, so, who was the first person to build an altar? Who was the first person to build an altar? Abraham. Abraham? All right. receive. Let me show the first person to build an altar. Revelation chapter 6 verse 9. This is going to shock you. Revelation chapter 6 verse 9. One, two, three, go. And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. Where is this? Where is this? Is this on earth or in heaven? Go deeper. <laughs> this is in heaven. Don't forget from Revelation chapter 4 verse 1. Where are we now? We are in heaven. So the Bible says, when he, And when he had opened the fifth Still, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they, they held. This, their spirits are now in heaven and they are under, their souls are under the what? The altar. So when they open the seal, John sees their souls. So in other words, there's an altar in heaven. Hmm. Who is the maker of that altar? Someone said Jehovah God. Jehovah God. Ah, is that in the Bible? Give me, a, give me Hebrews chapter 8, verse 5. 
Hebrews 8 verse 5. Let's read together. One, two, three, go. Who serve unto the example and shadow of heavenly things, as Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make the tabernacle. For, see, saith he, that thou make all things according to the pattern showed to thee in the mount. So God is giving advice to Moses. says, Moses, make sure that you make all things according to the pattern of the things that was shown to you. Where? In the mountain. Which means if Moses built an altar, then that altar did not originate with Moses. It was a pattern of something that God showed him. So the first altar was built by Jehovah God. Say, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Are we together so far? Yes. Give me Hebrews 9.23. Hebrews 9.23. Let's read together. One, two, three, go. It was, necessary, it was therefore necessary that the patterns of things in the heavens should be purified with these, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. One more time. For it was therefore necessary that the patterns of things in the heavens should be purified with these, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. So in heaven also there are what? Sacrifices. Someone says sacrifices. Sacrifices. In heaven there are what? Sacrifices. Someone says sacrifices. Sacrifices. Now the Bible says, watch this. The Bible says, it was therefore necessary that the patterns of things in the heavens should be purified with this, with human, I mean, these are sacrifices that were done by people. These are human people who are sacrificing animals on the altar that Moses built. So all the priests, the Aaron, the, the tribe of Aaron, they were giving sacrifices on the altar that Moses built. So the Bible says, that it was therefore necessary that the patterns of things in the heavens should be purified with this, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than this. What is this heavenly sacrifice? I think that's a million dollar question. What is, the, what is sacrificed in heaven? What sacrifice is offered in heaven? As you are thinking about it, the second person to build an altar was Noah in Genesis 8.20. Give me eight, eight, Genesis 8.20 and then I'll finish with the last one and then we're done. Genesis 8.20 One, two, three, go. And Noah builded an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. One more time. And Noah builded an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. So the second person we find building an altar is who? Noah. But the first one is who? God. And then who? Noah. The third one is Abraham. Someone say Abraham. Abraham. I've showed you the first one, Genesis 12, verse 7 to 8. Genesis chapter 13, verse 18. Write that one down. I will not read because of time. Genesis 13, verse 18. And Genesis 22, verse 9. Those are the altars built by Abraham. Number four was Isaac. Number five, Jacob. Number six, Moses. Number seven, Joshua. Number eight, Gideon. Number nine, Israel. Uh, number ten, Saul, King Saul. Number eleven, David. Number twelve, Solomon. Number thirteen, Elijah. Number fourteen, 
Zerubbabel. You can watch it again and get the list. Okay, so four Abraham, five Isaac, six Jacob, seven Moses, eight Joshua. Uh uh, no, 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 where am I? Okay, number three Abraham. So number one, God, two Noah, three Abraham, four Isaac, five Jacob, six Moses, seven Joshua, eight Gideon, nine Israel, ten Saul, eleven David, twelve Solomon, thirteen Elijah. 14, Zerubbabel. And then you're asking, what verses now? Oh, God, because of time. <laughs> Isaac, Genesis 26, verse 25. Jacob, Genesis 33, verse 20. And Genesis 35, verse 1 to 7. Moses, Exodus 17, 15. Exodus 24, 4. Exodus 27, 1 to 8. Exodus 30, 1 to 10. Joshua, Joshua chapter 8, verse 30 to 31. And Joshua chapter 22, verse 10. Gideon, Judges chapter 6, verse 24 to 32. Israel, Judges chapter 21, verse 4. King Saul, 1 Samuel chapter 14, verse 35. King David, 2 Samuel chapter 24. Verse 18 to 25. Solomon, 1 Kings chapter 9, verse 25. Elijah, 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 30 to 35. Zerubbabel, Ezra chapter 3, verse 2 to 3. So these are the 14 people who built altars. But there's the last one who is linked to the number one, who is linked to Jehovah God who built an altar in heaven. He didn't just build an altar. He was the sacrifice on the altar of heaven. Now, can I finish the service now? Am I free now to close? I think I've finished everything. John chapter 1, verse 51. Someone said, today I'll open my portal. Today I will open my portal. I don't know if they're hearing me. One, two, three, go. And he saith unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Hereafter ye shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. One more time. And he saith unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Hereafter ye shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. One more time. And he saith unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Hereafter ye shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. <laughs> Can I close the service now? So Jesus says, Hey, listen, I am the sacrifice. I'm going to offer myself on the altar. I'm going I'm to die on the altar. And when I die, I'll become a portal. Ah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Remember, an altar comes from a Hebrew word that refers to what? Sacrifice. Or to offer what? Sacrifice. So Jesus says, I am a sacrifice. When I offer myself as a sacrifice, I'll become a portal. 
into the realms of the spirit. There's only one thing that can open a portal into the realm of the spirit. Someone says sacrifice. Sacrifice. Someone says sacrifice. Sacrifice. What about Acts chapter 10? Who do we find in Acts chapter 10? Who do we find in Acts chapter 10? Someone say Cornelius. Cornelius. What did he do? Acts chapter 10. Verses 1 to verse 8. Acts 10, 1 to 8. The Bible says there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called Italian band, a devout man and one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. He gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. He gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. And he saw in a vision evident about the ninth hour of the day an angel of God coming into him and saying unto him, Cornelius, and when he looked on him, he saw he was afraid and he said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayer and thine arms are come up to I come up for a memorial before God. Say, I get it, my prophet. I get it, my prophet. Say my sacrifice. My sacrifice. Opens up a door. Opens up a door. My sacrifice. My sacrifice is a ladder. Is a ladder. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say today. Today, I'm going to offer a sacrifice. I'm going to offer a sacrifice. And that sacrifice, and that sacrifice will, connect me will connect me to the portal, to the portal of Streams International. Of streams International. To, the portal to the portal of my prophet, of my prophet, prophet, Nyasuru. prophet Nyasuru. My angels, my angels will, ascend will ascend and descend, and descend through, that ladder. through that ladder. And I'll receive revelation. And I'll receive revelation. I'll receive my miracle. I'll receive my miracle. I'll receive my breakthrough. I'll receive my breakthrough. In the mighty name of Jesus. Mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of in Jesus. Mighty name of Jesus. Say yes. Yes. Are you ready for prayer? Oh yes. Rise up on your feet now. Just begin to speak in other tongues. Just begin to pray. Just begin to speak. Just begin to declare what I've just given you right now. Just begin to pray. Speak according to the revelation that God has given you. Just begin to pray. Come and pray. 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 Barata sandala vashi kelevi este keli mahabrabi este keli vashi kelevi este keli vushukula raba baba yeze keste keli vushukula mahasti brusukura maharamazi keste keli vushukula raba zikeste keli vushukula mahasti keli bu rambamba yeze keste keli vushukula mahandi rebeze shekeli mukubra basa kala vajandeli vushuku kabrabi este keste keli mahandeli vushukustuku renden keste keli mambambru Tastanga shengele viestike, arangaste kele mushukula mahazde kelevi, rukuzde kula mahazde kelevi shekelevaya, rambanga shekeleva shandala mahazde kendiki, kura mazandala ve shekele miandangala masanda, ora makazde kereve shekere viestike yandasara, rebebe se shekeleva handele ve shekele miandala masanda, rembengeste kele mahandele ve shiki andahazde kara. Rabba sandala bahashte kendele viestike rustukura maharamezishikiana hanamasa mandele veshendi in Jesus mighty name we pray amen in Jesus mighty name we pray amen are you understanding me oh yes 
Are you understanding me? Yes, we are understanding. Say my sacrifice. My sacrifice opens up a ladder. Opens up a ladder. My sacrifice. My sacrifice opens up a portal. Opens up a portal. You see nowadays you not go to your house and kill a chicken or kill a cow or whatever you want to kill. You want to do that. But by your giving today. That's why I told you that today even if you don't have any money go borrow from your neighbor even if it's $1. Just borrow $1 from your neighbor and offer a sacrifice. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Because by that sacrifice, a portal, a portal, I'm talking about a portal, will be created for you in the name of Jesus. You're going to so this is, this is a portal. Streams International is a portal. It's an embassy of the kingdom of heaven. It's an entrance. <laughs> it's a prophet. Prophet Yasu is a carrier of an open heaven. Everywhere I go, if I want to open a portal, I open a portal. So in my house, yeah, I'm talking about the house I'm, stay, I'm staying now. There's a specific place I, I opened a portal. And now that place, that place. Uh-huh, that one there. I'm looking at my wife. My wife found it. She said, ah, there's a place somewhere there. When you are praying in that place, something happens. Right? <laughs> there she is. She, she's agreeing. She's like, yeah, she came and told me. There's a place somewhere there. When you pray there, Hey, things happen. You see, it's a portal. I open that place as a portal. I know it myself. <laughs> and now she found it. <laughs> so I will not go deeper than that. There's a place somewhere. I will. Aha. Uh -huh. And then the other one is here. Here. So my wife prays in two places. In the place in my house, and she comes here. <laughs> ah! Things of the spirit are crazy. I'm telling you, I told you the realm of the spirit is a crazy place. God is a conservative God. Say, God is a conservative God. God is a conservative God. I'm telling you, God is very conservative. Very, very conservative. He attaches a portal to a place where a sacrifice was offered. Or to a sacrifice. You don't know how much I have become a sacrifice myself to be who I am today. You have no idea. You have no clue where I'm coming from. Where I've been. How much of a sacrifice my life is to be who I am. That's why. That's why I am a portal into the realms of the spirit. Because of the sacrifice that through Christ I have been able to offer. Say, I connect to that one. I connect with that one. Are you ready to receive your miracle? Oh, yes. Do you have your seed? Do you have your offering? Do you have your tithe? I told you, you're going to connect with your seed. Cornelius, he was not even born again. He wasn't even a Jew. He was a Roman soldier. Centurion, not just a soldier. If he's just a soldier, probably think he uh, But he is a centurion, a commander over 100 people. He was high up in the rank. But he was able to open a heaven open a portal by his giving sacrifice. And the angel said your prayers and your sacrifice has come before God as a memorial. In other words, God is looking at it every single day. God tries to look aside, this thing is following him. He tries to, God, God tries to look that way, the offering is following him. Say, so, hey, this thing is a memorial before God until an angel is dispatched. Remember, angels ascend and descend wherever there's a sacrifice. May your sacrifice today 
attract angelic activity in the name of Jesus. If you are in Port Mosby, you are giving in your campus. In Toomba, you are giving in your campus in Toomba. If you are online, we are going to put up the details here online. We are going to have the details online right now. Where you can give your offer. Today is not giving as every Sunday. Forget about what you give every Sunday. Today you are giving for a purpose. What you're going to give today will affect your future, will affect your children, their children, their children, whether they like it, they don't like it. Whether they are born or not yet born. You remember the day Abraham set up that altar. Isaac was not yet born. Jacob was not yet born. But they got affected by his offering and his sacrifice. Say, oh Lord, oh Lord, what I give today, what I give today, let it affect my life. Let it affect my life. My children, my children, their children, their children, their children, their children, to a thousand generations. To a thousand generations. Let them walk in your ways. Let them walk in your ways. Although they may be rebellious. Although they may be rebellious. Oh Lord, oh Lord, never let them go. Never let them go. Let them walk in your ways. Let them walk in your ways. Introduce yourself to them. Introduce yourself to them. As my God. As my God. The God and Father. The God and Father. Of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherever they shall go. Wherever they shall go. Whether I'm not there. Whether I am not there. Whether I am not there. Let your hand. Let your hand. Never depart from them. Never depart from them. Let your salvation. Let your salvation. Locate them. Locate them. When they pray. When they pray, hear their prayer. Hear their prayer. When they call your name, when they call your name, answer their prayer. Answer their prayer. Oh Lord, oh Lord, when they're in trouble, when they're in trouble, deliver them. Deliver them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, make their name great. Make their name great. Increase them. Increase them. Curse everyone. Curse everyone who curses them. Who curses them and bless everyone. And bless everyone who shall bless them. Who shall bless them in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Be their God. Be their God in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom. Shalom.